I'm Natalie Heacock. And I'm Chelsea Brown. And this is Lumber Slingers. Each podcast, we will be bringing you relevant and useful industry information, including interviews with top lumber professionals and discussion of current events in the industry. Whether it be lumber grading, industry and market trends, or who's who in lumber, we hope to extend your current tally on industry knowledge. Hello, and welcome to a special edition of Lumber Slingers. Today, I interview my father who is single-handedly responsible for getting me into the lumber industry. And also, I truly believe, responsible for keeping me in it, as it has given us something to find camaraderie over and almost deepen our father-daughter relationship because we can relate on so many levels with our experiences at work. My father is one of the hardest working people I've ever met. He doesn't make excuses. He's a no BS kind of guy. He raised a family of six kids. I'm one of six and supported my mom the whole time with his career in lumber. And I'm truly thankful for that. And I think that if there's one thing you might notice about my dad is he he doesn't say a lot. He's a man of few words. When he has something to say, he will say it. He's very direct and to the point. He's also very sarcastic. And he is... Truly a joy to be around, and I always have a good time with him. And we definitely don't take life too seriously. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And also one other note is no Natalie on this one. Um, And that's simply because she wasn't in the car with us. So we miss you, Nat. And I hope you enjoy this special On the Road Lumber Slingers with my pops, Chris. Dad, thanks for joining me today on this special edition of Lumber Slingers. Oh, it's great to be here. I wanted to give a little background on uh, who you are and where you're from. So can you explain uh, where you were raised and born and where you live now? I was born in Winfield, Kansas. I grew up in Clay Center, Kansas. Went to Fort Hayes State University and then Kansas State University. Owned a bakery selling donuts to drunk college kids. Got out of that business, moved to Colorado, and started selling lumber. I currently reside in Golden, Colorado. Love Golden, Colorado. It's where I was born and raised because you're my dad. So, donuts, a bakery, that was your first business that you owned? Correct. And you liked being your own boss, I assume? Yes. It was was what I wanted to do. That's where you got your first taste of being, no pun intended, to be your own boss. Correct. Correct. That's a great way to put it. What was the name of your donut shop? The Donut Hole. It's a great name. So can you tell us a little bit about your family life? I have a brother and a sister, and my parents are still alive. uh, Other than that, it's just a normal Midwest American life. Do you have any kids or a wife or anything? Uh, I have a wife and six kids, so you're one of six. Can you name all of them? Uh, yeah, I've got it written down. Hold on. Candace, Chels, Gracie, Caroline, Christian, and Caleb. And your wife is Steffi. My wife is Stephanie, correct. Do you, do you have a favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> I love them all differently. <laughs> you had four girls before you had boys. How did that feel? Felt like it was just supposed to be that way. I... <laughs> Did you think you'd ever have boys after mom 
had the fourth and it turned out it was going to be a girl, Caroline? Yeah, I was about ready to give up. But you didn't. (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) You've always lived in Golden um, the whole time, pretty much, that you've been in Colorado. Correct. Yes, that's true. What made you move to Golden? Uh, I used to go there growing up to visit and and aunt and uncle and their and my cousins and uh, said when I was a sophomore in high school when I get done with school I'm going to move to Colorado so that's where we ended up. We're so glad you did. How long have you been in the lumber industry? Too damn long. What year did you start? 1987. Wow! So that was the year I was born. So 34 years this year. I guess so. Yeah, that's about right. Mm -hmm. What made you want to get into the lumber business? It was initially just a sales job. And then it turned into what it is now. So you started it as a sales representative at a company in Denver, Colorado? Yes. And what what did your day-to-day look like back in back in the 80s I assume it probably looked a lot different than it would now for a sales professional we had pagers <laughs> lumber emergencies <laughs> did you have to fax everything or what it, how did you take orders <laughs> telephone and a notepad okay and were you on the road most of the time or just cold calling on the phone out and about seeing contractors that kind of thing. Were you selling uh, all wood products, specialty products, or what kind of wood were you selling? Specialty products. Mostly cedar siding. Mostly cedar siding. And was redwood back big back in that day? Yeah, we sold some redwood for decking. Some for siding. Yeah. We actually had redwood back then. Yeah. So, how many lumber companies have you worked at? Uh, two, and then we started Wood Source in 2000, so that's three. And after working in the lumber industry for, well, about 12 or 13 years, you started Wood Source in the year 2000. What made you want to start your own company? Uh, be in control, have more say. Did you always think you'd be your own boss? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Was it scary to quit everything you knew and start your own company? No, all you got to do is drink heavily. Liquid confidence, liquid courage. So how did you get the capital to start your own company and start from scratch, I guess? Because I do remember I was about 12 and you, uh, you said you quit your job. And you were starting your own company, and you were working out of the office at the house for a little while. How did you build it? Got tied up with Patrick Lumber, got a line of credit, bought some wood, and started selling it. It's pretty simple, really, when you think about it. It uh, it doesn't seem that simple, but I guess I guess that works. So you started out of the house, the home office, got some support from um, a partner company, and... Did you just start, did your customers follow you? Did you have to go find new customers? How did that happen? Yeah, we had loyal customers. So they 
followed us. We had some that didn't. Got bad mouthed by the place we uh, quit from, so had to work through that. But all in all, it was something I wanted to do. No, re- no regrets. Do you think that, um, as you said, no regrets? Do you ever look back and think if you would have stayed, things would be different? Maybe you'd be, you know, president of these other lumber companies, or did you think you needed to go start your own thing in order to be where you're at? Yeah, I wanted to start from scratch, do our own deal, do it the way we wanted to do it. And the business has probably changed quite a bit since you started in it. What do you think the biggest change has been in the in what you do every day? Managing inventory, managing people. Our product mix has changed. We do a lot of big dug for timbers now. Not so much cedar siding anymore. Is that due to uh, what the customers want or availability or both price? That's COVID. <laughs> Everything's because of COVID. Well, that's a recent, more recent change then. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about being in the lumber industry? The people. My customers are great people. Suppliers are great. It's just a fun business to be in. I would recommend it highly. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, it's fun. It's fun being in the industry with you. Yes, it's a it's it's very enjoyable buying wood for my daughter. <laughs> you uh, have any advice for young people considering getting into the lumber industry? No, I, my advice would be it's a, it's a great industry and there's good people in it. And if you want to get into sales and management, and whatever, it's it's something I would highly recommend. Now, a lot of people that are just coming into the industry here, even in the last five, ten years, haven't been through a market correction or recession. And I was old enough to remember because I had just started working at Patrick Lumber in Portland uh, right before right before 08, right before the recession hit. And um, since you were more direct to contractor, I think it hit your business a little earlier than it did ours. But uh, were you scared during that time? Did you think Woodsource was going to make it? Did you? What came out from that experience going through that rough few years? We had distribution in Boise. We shut down. We got lean and mean, and uh, I wasn't afraid of the business failing. I just knew it was the dynamic was different. So we made the adjustments and held on, and uh, revenue stream dropped by more than fifty percent. But we got through it. it was, uh, tighten the belt and get through it. That's yeah. how you do that. Were you ever scared staying up all night? stressing out about all this stuff or no I wasn't scared it was heavy on your mind occasionally would you say that you're back to business as it was pre-recession or what has changed Um, we've grown our business back hired more salespeople, hired more support staff hired more yard guys so we're we've grown back since then and our Revenues are have increased yearly since. You think you'd ever expand into other states again, or no? 
Definitely not. Why is that? Just uh, happy with what we're doing and being able to manage that workload. If, if the right guy came along that worked in a different state, he could I'd hire him. Um, but it, logistics would be have to be figured out. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could think of any more questions. Do you have anything else you want to say to the uh, 14 people that listen to us? Well, sure. Portland drivers, Oregon drivers drive with their heads up their asses. <laughs> Driving in the fast lane and below the speed limit. <laughs> uh, yep, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well, thanks for joining us today on this special edition of Lumber Slingers on the Road. Um, thanks for being with me today, Dad. Oh, no, thank you. It was, a, it was very enjoyable. <laughs>